Hello, and welcome to Overwrite, the podcast that features your fiction. I'm Elise, your host, and Merry Christmas to everybody out there. I hope everything is going the way that you hoped and planned and dreamed and that you're having a wonderful day. Today's story is from an author that is new to the podcast. Her name is Carolyn Schley, and she is from Spain. Carolyn loves to decorate holiday cookies, but prefers if someone else bakes them. You can find more of her work at rhymeswithfabulous.com. She has a story for us today called Just Us Girls. Just Us Girls by Carolyn Schley. Susie drew the beaters from her mother's ancient mixer out of the egg whites like a pair of pistols. She spun around on her kitchen stool, the imaginary weapons raised towards the breakfast table. I have two guns, one for each of you. Go home now. Susie hollered the lines as Egg White dribbled onto the floor, then pulled a face so the baby would laugh in her high chair. Jacqueline eased through the screen door in a burst of cold December air at just that moment. You shouldn't be yelling at your little sister about guns. Has anybody told you that? Also, you have egg white dripping down your shirt. Susie scowled. You're late. Has anybody told you that? And Emma likes it when I do the voices from Tombstone. Just like Dad. Jacqueline kept her thin leather jacket on as she folded her arms across her chest. Suze, get real. Emma has no idea who Dad is. She's probably smiling because she farted. Susie shook a mixer in her sister's direction. He's coming home for Christmas, you know. He said he was. Jacqueline flipped a pack of cigarettes out of her jacket pocket. Yeah, a real man of his word. Susie started to smile before she saw Jacqueline roll her eyes. They'd dealt with it differently, the day their dad had given them each a tearful hug, muttered some stuff about finding himself, and shuffled, shoulders hunched, out the front door. Susie stayed in her room, crying for a month. Then... The day after her 12th birthday, she wiped her eyes and shredded her favorite stuffed animal monkey into a hundred pieces with their mother's crafting shears. Jacqueline stopped eating and started smoking in the kitchen. Their mother had stomped a foot and declared that her 15-year-old daughter was not allowed to smoke anywhere, much less inside the house. Jacqueline hadn't come home for three days. After that, no one brought up smoking in the house again. Her mother started to focus on dating. Getting back out there she called it. She spent hours getting dressed up like a Harry Styles fan and hanging out at the mall. Jacqueline focused on accumulating thin cotton band t-shirts and arguing about her curfew. Random cars picked her up and dropped her off at all hours of the day and night. Susie felt like she lived in a train station. She scowled now as Jacqueline lit up right in front of her. Can you please put that stinky thing away? You're going to smelt the meringues. What are you girls shouting about in here? Their mother breezed into the kitchen. Her hair was still half in curlers and two tight jeans only half zipped. Her leopard print shirt stuck out in the back, untucked like a loose curl of hair. Susie, what are you doing tearing the whole kitchen apart? We're doing the meringues, Mommy, remember? We said Sunday afternoon we would do the meringues. We said it takes an hour. You promised. Remember? Her mother's eyes swept across the kitchen as she bit her bottom lip. Oh, sweetie, I forgot. I have a date this afternoon. 
Jacqueline rolled her eyes as she stubbed her cigarette out in Susie's dirty hot dog plate from lunch, sizzling the lit end right into a small mound of ketchup. Oh great, with Travis again? Maybe after your date he can come over and make us all toasted sub sandwiches for dinner. Their mother shook a finger in Jacqueline's general direction. Young lady, I will thank you to watch your tone. Jacqueline sneered. I'll thank you to stop this loser parade coming through our house. Travis is probably only five years older than I am, Mom. He works at a fast food restaurant. You dress up like a total slut when you go out with him. It's disgusting. Susie's phytometer rocketed into the red zone. She panicked at the thought of the unfinished meringues, the walls closing in around her as she struggled to breathe. Too much had been left unfinished this year. She dug for the words that might piece their family back together. She broke in as her mother started yelling at Jacqueline about her language. She used her loudest voice, the one that Mrs. Mathers called bossy when she employed it at school. We're making the cookies. Just us girls. It will only take one damn hour, Mommy. You said so yourself. Her mother and Jacqueline stopped yelling and turned towards her. There was a beat of silence in the kitchen. Then, they both started laughing. Susie didn't get it, but it sounded so nice she started laughing too. Once the three of them were bowled over in hysterics, the baby joined in. The four of them laughed until their mother had tears streaming down her face. Well, I guess Travis can wait for one damn hour while I hang out with my daughters. Just us girls. She plopped into a chair, curlers still in her hair. The tension siphoned out of the room all at once, like water down a drain. Susie smiled as Jacqueline slid up next to her at the counter and turned the radio up. The chorus of Oh Holy Night drifted around the room as Jacqueline whipped the egg whites into stiff peaks and her mother sprinkled sugar and vanilla into the bowl. When the meringues came out of the oven, their mother had everybody take one too-hot bite, just like every other year. Susie tried not to watch out the window for their dad's headlights as she guided her cookie towards her mouth. No family is perfect, and that is certainly a wonderful example of that, but yet they're still a family and they came together. Whatever you're doing this holiday season, I hope it's everything you want, and I hope you have a wonderful time. Thank you so much for listening in, and we'll see you next year.